1: happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend. Clinton Yates back in the house for Al, who I believe is scheduled to come back tomorrow. So we'll get a little Sliwa action tomorrow, which means right. one more day of Ask Big CY oh, coming up in about five for minutes.
0: Five yeah. for five. Do I need a reel for any other shows? Nope. Just play all the Ask CYs and let there you, you go. know. That's, that's all you there need. There you go. How was your weekend? It was pretty good, man. I yeah? did not, okay, full disclosure, I did not make it to SoFi for a lot of different reasons. It was a long. Long week. I did go to the Fernando Valenzuela game, so there was that. But on Saturday, you went
1: to Fernando on Friday. Or Friday, Saturday? Okay. I went
0: Friday. So I did. did you I was, execute
1: your plan. Were you out by the fourth? I was gone by the fourth. Okay. Yes,
0: and so I on Saturday. I found myself thinking, oh, I don't feel good. You know what I'm saying? I'm just kind of sick. And I was like, ultimately, this is still just a week one preseason game. And my thoughts, you specifically entered my mind. When you were like, nobody's going to
1: be there. And I was like. Did you happen to turn it on at some point and watch it? I did not turn because it on at some point. there was point. no way. Was Remember I said over under <laughs> 30, under, under. I did not turn it on because when I
0: was home, I was like, all right, let me rest and just chill out. And I turned on my cable, which was streaming in my bedroom. I have the. The app in my living room, I have the cable. Game wasn't on either channel because of really? some streaming screw up. So I was like, you know what? The Lord does not want me to watch crappy <laughs> preseason football this weekend. Conspiring. So I just turned it off
1: entirely and <laughs> double barreled the Angels in the Halos. You, you I mean, missed, not in the in the was a little bit of some stuff. It was, look, don't get me wrong. Sure. It's preseason football, week one preseason football. <laughs> yeah. But the Rams did play some of their guys. We got to see a little Stetson Bennett along the way. But I, I get it. This is why, like, I, you told me about. It. I'm like it was on for me. Like it and, wasn't and, on for me. We're just using old school, uh, which is funny that Directv is old school here these and, uh, days. In, in the, right in the studio when we were in the conference room, me, M, and uh, Kirk, and then Beto and I did the post game show with a little Rams action this weekend. Um, well, let me ask you that though, quickly. I mean, are are you
0: are you ready for some football? Yeah. Like, how much oh, how yeah.
1: much did you get back into the vibe and be, in the swing when, of what you do? Once camp starts, I'm in. Okay. Once, once camp starts, and you know, I do the Locked On Rams yeah. podcast every day too, so I've, I'm always kind of in that world. Sure. But once there's actual guys running around with helmets on, then it becomes much more real. And once okay. you saw them in SoFi. Got a, a week of practice with the Raiders coming up. You got a Raider game coming up on Saturday. And then that last game against the Broncos, nobody plays in that one. So we're, we're close. Do you like those split squad, double – excuse me, two squad – split
0: practices where they were they the joint workouts joint workouts say? is what i'm looking i for. do
1: because you actually get ones going against ones which okay. you do not get in the pre- aaron like- donald will participate in those oh really against the number ones of both denver and the las vegas raiders so you get real work in those. am
0: areas. i off base into thinking that those feel like powder kegs constantly ready to explode even uh, more so than training camps already are do you not remember what happened last year i remember a couple things that have happened in aaron these donald over the course of the years no i do year. remember that but what i'm saying is <laughs> that's why i'm surprised they're returning of this. Yeah. That's why I brought
1: it up. You just, know what I'm saying? I like, think the, the moral of the story is leave Aaron Donald alone. Okay. But also like
2: <laughs> typically for training camp, they kind of like fire. They like people get angry. They like people get roughed up because it's kind of like it adds fuel to the fire of training camp. It's something that happens at every team and every year and it's just kind of <laughs>
1: Elevates training
0: camp. I, I got to say, I'm pretty shocked that they've returned to this after last season. I mean, like, not, I,
1: I get it. You know it what I mean? But every like, year. It does, you but need, you, your, your helmet swing of that regard is no, that not necessarily. Was, that, that was, was
0: extreme. <laughs> that was it was excessive. Extreme. Yeah. It was
1: excessive. <laughs> yeah. But you need your ones to get real work. Yeah. And, and going up against your own guys day after day after day becomes repetitive, and you need to get a different look. And yeah. You get a different look in these things. So yeah. there's that. Emily, I know you had, what, 14 concerts this weekend?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I went to two concerts. I went and saw uh, Noah Khan at uh, the Greek Theater on Friday night. And then I saw Maggie Rogers at the Hollywood Bowl yesterday. So it was really fun.
1: Bit of a come down after your Taylor Swift uh, <laughs> concert the week before?
2: She has set the bar incredibly high. So, you know, like uh, Noah Kahn did I think, did like two hours and some change or whatever in his performance. And I was like, okay, so that's week. it? That's it? We are not gonna do every school. Only two thing. hours on wow. stage. <laughs> that's
0: a long time in itself.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like Noah has like I think three albums out and you know, obviously Taylor has ten. Uh, so it's a little different, but um they're both very different vibes, very interesting. I think I like I love the Hollywood Bowl a lot, but I think the energy is always a little weird and a little interesting because there's people in the front that are like sitting down and like the like little club spots and then there's everyone else in the back that's kinda like standing up and giving energy and stuff, so Sometimes the performer does not always get it, but I like the Greek theater because it's kind of small, it's more intimate, it's still kind of the same thing of like being in like nature and like mm-hmm. out there and stuff. In the it's Jimmy Hollywood,
1: yes. yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah.
2: Hollywood Bowl I think is great for the fill for mm-hmm. like more calm concerts, but I I don't know if I like loved seeing Maggie Rogers there.
1: It's Apparently good. she didn't love being there from some not. of she the things that you made told me earlier. The, little entirety, of
2: the, the <laughs> entirety of the show. She was being like, Come on guys, give like a modicum of energy. And she was like essentially coaching up the crowd. And I was like, people paid money to see you to be right. here. Do not tell us how to act. We can act as long as we're not being like rude to you, we're not heckling you, we're not throwing things on the stage, that's one thing. But we can kind of act how we want to act in response
1: to that. That's also a great up. way to
0: get people to start heckling you and throwing things yeah, on exactly. the stage. You know? But
1: look, you you know, and, and I, I'm i not that I've ever performed at a place like the Hollywood Bowl, <laughs> but your performance is better when you're getting something coming back the it's other true. Way. Course, now, I guess course. you could make the argument that that's incumbent on you to bring the energy to begin with so people get involved, but if you're out there selling and working and you're getting crickets coming back... That's not a great feeling. It was it's
2: definitely a-, a weird vibe. It was both sides of like I think it was an older crowd. I think it was a crowd that didn't necessarily know her music because it was it was not sold out. So I think the, the tickets were pretty cheap. So a lot of people were like oh let's go to Hollywood Bowl. Let's just see who this person ah, is okay. as opposed to like big Maggie Rogers stands. Which when I saw her at the <laughs> Shrine, it was sold out. It was. People who wanted to see her, and she still did the same thing though. She was still saying, "Yeah, come on, bring up the energy, guys." And so I think it's a thing with her, and not necessarily a thing. That's a bad attitude.
1: Yeah, that's just a bad attitude situation. But I, I do
2: have a funny story. So um, I, w- I got, we got there really early because we wanted to. We got there actually like one door's opened because um, we wanted to you know eat a picnic, like enjoy the company. What was of, in the basket? Uh, we got these um, sandwiches hey, from this place boo-boo. called Giada. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Baby. Um, You're welcome. Uh, Giada.
2: Yeah, it's like a like, Italian place. As in
1: Giada De Laurentiis. I don't know, but it's Gigi because you have my full attention. If we're talking about Giada De La Laurentiis. <laughs> who is that? She is a Food Network um, host, personality, slash celebrity who chef, is slash very popular. If you get my yes. opinion,
2: no, yes. I, I don't think it's from this person. Yes. It's from these guys that like used to live in New Jersey, ran a deli in New Jersey. I'm less interested in that. I, 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 he's yeah. I, he's, he's I totally
0: derailed ever since you mentioned Giada. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> look up yeah. Giada, and you I'm might sure. understand okay. why. But hold on, I am interested. How did the Picnic execute versus what you had planned.
2: It was great. No, the picnic was awesome. Like you know, we had the sandwiches that were great. Uh, we had wine. We shared this table with an older couple. And we shared some of our wine or some of our food with them. It was very sweet. It's I, I nice.
0: like that. See, that's something that you don't get at a Tw- Taylor Swift show because people yeah. are too busy standing in line for eighty dollar merch. Yeah, yeah. Right. but that to me, I that's something I need to be doing more of in my life. Picnicking with music playing elsewhere, oh, where I'm not great. that concerned about either the music or the picnic. It's just something, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not overly That's concerned where with concerts either one. In the
1: park, like in your local neighborhood, yes. even if it's like just a cover band or a local band or whatever, could be a lot of very, very clutch. The
2: bowl is great for that too, depending on who you're going to go see. Like as long as the artist
3: is not you for right. not yeah, giving not, the not energy.
1: Criticizing your act yeah. as a, right. an audience member along the way. <laughs> exactly. that's, that's pretty aggressive. What about you, Jorge? How was your oh, weekend?
3: Oh, man. Weekend was a little, you know, it was a little south because I went to the LAFC game and they lost or eliminated from the Leagues Cup 3 mm. 2 to Monterrey. Uh, but, you know, a good note on that. We ran into Cristo Fernandez who plays. Uh, uh, Danny Rojas from uh, Ted Lasso Did you talk to him? Oh yeah We talked to him after the game, he was eight eight Seats away from us and then there was a couple fights That broke out on on both ends of, uh, we're in the middle Of the thing, so a couple fights broke out, my parents Were like, you know, we're not leaving until those things clear out Yeah, you know, I had my daughter with me And then meanwhile, that's happening, everybody's trying to get Pictures with this guy, talking to this guy, and as soon as He's walking towards us, they stop right behind us And we're just having a good chat, and then after that We're like, hey man, we gotta gotta do a selfie He's like, absolutely, and it was cool It It was just, it was a cool game, good vibes, but Man, the, the heartbreaking loss at the Hold end. Hold
0: on. So, wh- where was this game? Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. So, uh, just just a couple random fights. I mean, like we're fighting at League Cups games now. Like, <laughs> I, like <Yeah. laughs> respectfully, yeah. like this is a relatively hey. new tournament. That, like, what
1: happened? If I may, I, can I take a guess? Without yeah. having, go ahead. Alcohol. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know, <laughs> yeah. but I'm saying, like, that's exactly what it was. That's whole, kind of
3: a bad look. Yeah, the whole thing, the whole. I mean, you got to think, you got to remember, it's a Mexican team against a USA team. So it's that whole rivalry is there. Yeah, that element. Yeah. So then, you know, fights breaking out. One of the guys got tossed over the rail. Opa! Oh, yeah. So it was, it was that intense. And it was just, it was a fun game. It was a really fun game. LA, LAFC was leading 2 0. And then they tied it up in the second half. And then last minute, 88th minute, 3 2 goal. My dad, <laughs> My this is funny. Everybody's dressed in black and gold around us. My dad's wearing a, a great, just a great, you know, gray suit. You know, sweats and, and and sweatshirt, whatever. As soon as Monterrey scores, he's the only one that stands up and, stands up and says, "Yes, go! I'm like, "What are do you doing, do? He's I'm the like, one starting the fights. I'm like, yeah. "What are you doing?" And he's just like, "Hey, I, I'm I'm rooting for Monterrey." I was like, "Oh, Dad, I'm not bringing you ever again." Man. That's
1: hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things. You got to know the etiquette, right? You right. got to understand your surroundings. You got to understand who hooked you up and all these things. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I've, been in, I've been in a me.
0: decent amount of fights that involved weird situations that were probably more dangerous than they needed to be. Never got to chuck a guy over a
1: railing, though. Like, that's big. Like 80s, How 90s. How high? Like what was the drop from the railing down to the ground? Well,
3: we're on the, on the bottom, uh, the bottom bowl. Okay. So, so that's, yeah. I mean, that's... Six feet?
1: Probably.
0: Maybe yeah. closer to eight, I yeah. thought. Yeah, but like, it, it's lower it's than enough. a basketball rim, but it's enough to mess you up. But like, big 80s action energy where like, you're running and some guy comes out, you chuck him over the side and keep it moving. <laughs> like you know? a Seagal movie. Right? <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: That's right. exactly... You, you go down the, and you flip him off, Yeah, you keep he, going. But you right. gotta have like a quip as, yeah. he's, go, as he's going over the rail, <laughs> you know, like... We're gonna upgrade your seats right. or something like that as you flip, <laughs> as you flip them over the
3: rail. You got to say something snarky. I mean,
0: we wish well on everybody oh, involved in that fight, but the idea of people going over railings is just wow. That's I mean, the, aggressive.
3: the idea of fighting at a stadium. Just come on, why? This I don't is why I, I don't go to NFL is, games. Man,
0: this crazy. is why NFL games do not appeal to me in a Gen Pop Wait, context. Hold on a
1: second, hold on. A second. I'm not saying that there aren't fights in NFL games, but I've been to plenty of Dodger games and seen fights. Oh, don't I've been get to me wrong. Plenty of Angel games and seen
0: fights. I, I repeat, this is where the Gen Pop element becomes the thing, but. The percentage of fights that happen at football games within the regular population is higher, I think, than the, than the baseball that. games. I don't know about that. I really that. do. In the crowd?
1: I don't know about that. In the crowd is the key element I'm referring Th- there to. There are here. fights at most events, sadly, because alcohol. All right. And, 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 and passion plus alcohol equals fights a lot of times, but I, I don't know. I. I I it feel like most of the things I hear about in Dodger Stadium are in the parking lot. Which you, I've seen plenty. Uh, Less I'm, now listen. than there used to be. Yeah. where You know where you don't see it typically? It's basketball games. Yeah, that's true. That, that doesn't happen near. basketball games. Not in the NBA. No. You know what
3: I'm surprised, though? In and out. The Rose Bowl, like that. Really? Quick.
1: Yes. Lucky you. Speaking of in and out. There may oh. have been an incident that took place with me late Saturday night after I left you, Emily, When oh, on, uh, on Getting my that way next. home.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, it may have gone down, and it may have been a decision that affected my Sunday. That's coming up next. <laughs> it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Are you dealing with a dead battery? If you are, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not, and if you're in need of a fresh charge. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help you with that as well. They're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So the next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. So, on Saturday, Emily and I uh, did the Rams pregame show, halftime show, postgame show during the Rams and Chargers uh, first preseason game of the year. And Emily, what time did we get out of here on Saturday? About ten fifteen or so? Ten uh, thirty?
2: Ten forty-five.
1: Was it that late? Yeah, it's okay. late. Wow. So, okay. so ten forty-five, and it, it got off to a weird start because Emily had to ride the elevator with me, which she hates to do. <laughs> oh, we've been over this. So, <laughs> so we're. I. She went. Show ends. She. She's out of here, and Beto and I are, are packing our stuff up. And by the time I get down there, Emily's still waiting for the second elevator to go from it the took lobby too long. Oh, um, no. to the, uh, the parking garage. <laughs> you <And, laughs> you reach the interior wall, and, and <laughs> I, I tried to lighten it up a little bit, right? Because this is what I do. And I said to her, "I said, Emily, I know you're going to hate this, but we're going to ride the elevator together." <laughs> and all I got was, "I know." <laughs> Yes, and, and, and so we we <laughs> okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Because this, I'm went, not
2: participating in the bit. I know from the, Chris this, that if you egg on the bit. No, it no, keeps no, no, no. Going. This is
0: not this is not a bit. But this is like a real concern because this went from thing I can understand happening in a one to two off scenario, which is I don't want to ride the elevator with you today, or really any day, but like it's not that big a deal. But this now feels like a. Definitive boundary that was not necessarily the case before. It was just a matter of convenience. So, and, and that am elevator
1: ride—I've timed it, by the way. You what know I'm saying is, am I is? to
0: understand that I should also be heating the never ride in an elevator I think with so. Emily? Maybe, maybe it's a Travis It Just
2: so happens we will ride
3: the elevator, but I prefer uh, not I re- to talk. Last okay. week I wrote it down with her. Now I. Oh why? Now you, you feel understand. uncomfortable. Yeah, you the, feel like you, you violated broke the wall. Yeah. yeah, you did it. Why, Emily? So I don't understand why.
1: The excruciating eight <laughs> seconds that it takes to go down from the uh, lobby down to the parking garage. You of course violated. We get it. So the, the did you talk during there? I, I probably said something. I don't even remember what I said. But yeah. yes, yeah. There
2: is was minimal like, chat. Yeah, you said
1: way too much. Right. I, 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 I mean, how much can you say in eight seconds? Not much, right? There's not a lot of time to start asking about, like, you know, so tell me about your high school experience. (laughs) It was just like, hey, I'll see you uh, you on Monday, something like that. Okay, Doors open, and I don't know if I have, like, Carl Lewis speed from the door (laughs) to her car. Like, she's gone. I guess. She's get it. just gone and there's it. literally like a dust cloud coming from What do up you from want from me? I, nice I, no, no, like, Emily, I'm trying
0: to defend you because I'm trying to understand like now that this is an actual thing and not just like a something that kind of annoys you thing. Like I prefer to know that. Because I will not press the button and complete the bit. I will wait, knowing full well that well, it makes it, you uncomfortable. It's
2: fine. People can ride the elevator with me. I just would rather, at any situation, do not. I'm not going to be like oh, okay going clearly into this situation. I'm
0: glad I know that now. I respect that. I, I totally. It, this is again. We've had this discussion ad nauseum in terms of like bathroom chat, elevator chat. Where, uh, where else, chat you know There, there are All different the lines plane. for different people. There are different lines for different there people. There
1: is one line with her. The elevator I'm glad I know that now. That's better to know. So okay. Anyway, yeah. I, we finish up. I I had gotten something to eat on the way up from I live down in Orange County. so on sure. the Way up, I grabbed something at around Popeyes. Uh, we'll
3: get to that. Oh. That's, that's part of the story. We'll <laughs> okay. get to that in a second. Right.
1: So I get something. Uh, Las Golondrinas, which is a Mexican place by my house that I really like. So I'm like, you yeah. know, I get something. It's about twelve thirty, one o'clock. So I drive up here, had this pretty good sized burrito from that place. So I'm nice full. Don't eat anything up here. I had a little, think of some Fritos and whatever. So I haven't eaten anything. Driving home, get it. I get home. That's around, a long stretch
0: for you, Meals. I mean, you were it, here for a while. It is. Yeah.
1: I, I exit the freeway at my house at about midnight. Okay. Exit the freeway, and. I don't know if you were here the day. They just opened a Popeye's in yes, my neighborhood. Yes, definitely. So I'm like, you know what? I was you here know, when it, you broke that news. This is a good opportunity for me to hit that Popeye's. <laughs> okay. So I make a left to go to the new Popeye's. It was open at midnight? It was not. Okay. And so that was the thing. I, I'm like, oh, okay. Do you know what is right next to the Popeye's? In-N-Out. Okay. Old Faithful. So I, I go to In-N-Out, and you know it's 1210 at this point, and- It's in and out on a Saturday night after midnight. There's a wait popping. There's a wait, right? So there's, I don't know, 10, 12 cars or so. It's going to take a few minutes. It's in and out. You got to wait because it's good. Everything else. I'm sitting there. I'm getting hungrier. I'm getting hungrier. I get up to the the person with the little pad, the iPad, where they put the order in, and I ordered my standard thing. I said, I want a a double-double animal style with chopped chilies, fries, and a uh, pink lemonade. And and, uh, as a woman, she says, okay, can I get you anything else? And I, at that moment, you know you have that internal dialogue with yourself that takes about a half a second but feels like you're having a whole conversation sure. in your head? Mm-hmm. I did the whole, you should get another cheeseburger. Don't get another cheeseburger. Oh, I know you man. really should get another cheeseburger. Don't get another cheeseburger. The whole thing I said, yeah, I'll take another cheeseburger. <laughs> the psychology of that marketing so, is so easy. So I get double-double chopped chilies, animal style, and a cheeseburger, and a fries, my, from in and out to my front door. Maybe it's a six-minute drive. It's, okay. not, it's not super far. I burger the the cheeseburger and fries are gone. Wow. Before oh my I even god! Come through the door, Yikes. it's gone. I come through the door. That's an I unhealthy at, inhalation rate. I sit down at the table. Now it's twelve thirty. <laughs> I sit down at my kitchen table and just absolutely clobber a double double <laughs> at twelve thirty. So I've had a cheeseburger, a fries, and a double double at twelve thirty at night. I'm still wide awake from working. So right? what, you can't right. go to sleep. I stayed up till about two thirty in the morning, woke up the next morning with a literal cheeseburger hangover.
0: Oh, that's disgusting. See, it so, was okay, no it wasn't. So it was, what, what? I earned it. What I would be doing if I was like, <laughs> if I was your son or or your wife at that point, and I saw this happening. I would be walking over to what is basically the lineup board and erasing your name from the lineup card the next day. <laughs> yeah. Trav will not be available for yeah. the
1: next game upcoming. You based what? on the actions we've seen tonight.
2: Cheeseburger intervention. Yeah, it,
1: exactly. It was yeah. aggressive. It was. It, wow. Had I just got the double double and fries, would have been fine. Sure, It would have been totally. That extra cheeseburger put over Man. the top. Speaking of which. Hangover That's cure said. for uh, hamburger hangover. All right, we're, we're all friends here. <laughs> we're one. all friends here. You okay. know what? Do you know what I did when I woke up the next morning? This is embarrassing <laughs> to say. <laughs> did you eat another cheeseburger?
2: You went on uh, a run. Uh, pfft. <laughs> Yeah, right. I
1: went to a little local place in my neighborhood called Ted's yeah. and got a breakfast burrito the size of a shoebox. Of course box. you did. Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. Speaking of which. So my diet in a 24-hour window consisted of a carne asada burrito, oh. a breakfast burrito with bacon. Some Fritos and, here. A, some Fritos <laughs> here and two cheeseburgers from wow. a double-double and a cheeseburger from in and out. This is
0: a consumption rate that I cannot stand with. It was an you.
1: appalling performance on Do you my see behalf. this here?
0: I see this that. is the toy that I got. Oh, is you're happy with Ordered Mickey D's. It kind of looks like a lasso girl. It's Mrs. Marvel, okay. it's who it is. You have the and button in so, the back
3: that moves her little arm?
0: Uh yeah, I there it do. is. Yeah. Oh, look oh, at yeah, that. She punches. Punch <laughs> you. Get out of here, buddy. I don't need your I burritos.
3: I got that last week. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. God, so,
0: it. anyway, this is the, I was Speaking of ridiculous rampages with fast food, this is why I thought
1: of it, and I put it in my bag this morning. Oh. So, there's Miss Marvel. So, that's how You uh, made it through. That's how did Saturday you, ended. Did
2: you eat anything else on Sunday, or is that I made, it? <laughs> I made a very
1: responsible, healthy dinner last night. I uh, had some salmon and some grilled vegetables.
2: I was going to guess. I was going <laughs> to guess it's going to be fish-related.
1: Yeah. <laughs> salmon, grilled vegetables, and quinoa. I uh, dialed it one. I uh, <laughs> I had I had some good tacos.
0: So I went to see I went to see Beto this weekend because he had like a family cookout for his son who's mm-hmm. going
1: off to play ball in college. Pretty good tacos there. I had I had a I hate I about he told I, me he was upgrading the guy to an extra hour when we were talking on Saturday. Okay,
0: so the guys were really good, and I had I might have eaten. You would have been proud of me, Travis. I might have eaten five tacos, like over the course of the day, which Ooh, is a lot. Nice. It's pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's a, so how that's long a, did it a take? A a solid you? Show and Rice and beans. Months? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was over the course of multiple hours, but I ate five. You know what I'm saying? And probably had a couple of rice and beans. Definitely drank a whole mini bottle of tequila, you know what I mean? So that fueled part of it, but it's a good day. day. Yeah, it was That's a, very, a good it was day. very good day on that
1: front. That is a fantastic day. day. All right, so the Dodgers, um, they've won eight in a row. Season high, eight in a row winning streak. They've season won high, operative word. Twelve workout. of their last 13. They're hot. Yeah. They're, 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 they're as hot as anybody in Major League Baseball. They've basically put away the West. It's it's virtually over I would say at so. this point. I Eight and a half game lead. Um, and by the way, the Dodgers' schedule is – very favorable looking forward. They got Milwaukee and Cleveland, Miami. They they've got some teams Milwaukee's that they should, coming here next. Yeah. yeah. They're 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 in a pretty good spot. Milwaukee's not a bad team. They're leading the central. They're, they're but not a yeah. bad team, but they they're it's not like they're gonna go through the Braves and the Rangers no. and the Astros no, 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 no. And, and the Orioles over the next couple of weeks. They do have the Braves coming up at the end of the month. Right. Um Is it them getting it figured out? Is it them getting to the point where all the pieces are clicking? Or is it them playing the A's, the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, the Padres, some of the teams that are having pretty lousy seasons? Because I think both things can be true at the same time. I think it's part of it.
0: I do think that they've also learned about themselves that, and this is something that I was hoping for a couple, maybe six weeks ago, they know that this is what it's going to take. There are no delusions of grandeur that suddenly they're going to get a quality start from a guy out of nowhere or suddenly some guy is going to pitch a gym and go a complete game or whatever. Like They know if we don't score, we do not win. And that to me, even if it is a sort of, sort of a, a faulty premise on which to believe that you can win a championship, if you're doing it every night and you believe it and it continues to work, well then why the heck not? I
1: think that's as much where they are as anything. They have real problems but their problems aren't necessarily any more problematic than anyone else's correct and you, you sent me an interesting text uh last night which I'm still kind of turning over in my head go ahead and go ahead and kind of so, frame it here's the thing
0: is that we talk all the time about the Dodgers being championship or bust that being the standard but at the same time keeping our expectations tempered on this season based on what injuries are and so forth and at this stage of the season. There's pretty much one team that is head and shoulders above every other team, that being the Atlanta Braves. There was a time when people considered that to be the Rays because of that hot start that they had. They've obviously been overtaken even in their own division. The Atlanta Braves are the best team in Major League Baseball, I think, top to bottom. Nobody's really going to dispute that. However, if you're thinking about what the Dodgers' chances are to win the World Series and you take the Braves out of it, Mm -hmm. would you pick the field? Or the Dodgers? And I don't know that I have an answer to this question, but I was trying to think of ways to sort of reframe where our expectations are going to be. And that's why I posed you that question, because I do think it's an interesting one, because if their problems are so big that you would readily take the field, that's one thing. But if you wouldn't. Well, then maybe you have to readjust the other side of the opinions on what the expectations are, too, because it's not like the Braves are necessarily just going to walk through somebody. No. You know what I mean? No, and that's, Nobody walks through anybody in the playoffs. Right. It's and that's rare. where this becomes an interesting discussion. Like, just put the Braves, as, as Sleeve would say, let's put that to the side for a second. You know what I mean? And see, if you had to take the Dodgers against the field, Braves notwithstanding, would you do it? I think I'm taking the
1: field. Okay, and, and and here's why: because the problem, the, their biggest problem, is the problem that becomes most difficult to overcome mm. in a series, and that is bullpen. Yeah, their their, their biggest. I know that we talk about you got to have that horse, you got to have that ace, you got to have clutching. All of these things, true, but what you need are those random sixth, seventh inning guys to get you to your Evan Phillips, to get you to that guy to your Class A at the back end. Like one of those guys that is going to be deeply, deeply important to you. Now, maybe it's Tony Gonsolin. Maybe it's Lance Lynn. Mm -hmm. You shorten down your rotation, and some of your starters go there. But the Dodgers, right now, they're pitching great. The bullpen's been really good. Joe Kelly's hurt. Almani had that. Joe Kelly's hurt for
0: the third time this season. I don't love that. He he gets hurt a lot. Yeah. And
1: he's a good pitcher, and I like Joe Kelly, but it's hard really to say, okay, we're going to have Joe Kelly every single night moving forward. If this were a hey, you know what, they never figured out their shortstop problem. If this is a past the sixth spot in the order, they just it's a black hole. They're not getting any hits. I'd say, you know what, okay, but they but when you're talking about lack of bullpen depth and lack of really reliable bullpen arms, that is a problem that always rears itself in the postseason. Doesn't mean they can't win. It means if I can have the other, what are there? The other fifteen teams in the field. Yeah. I'm going to take them. Okay. I, I, when I,
0: when this is the other thing, I try to be as positive as possible with, uh, you know, Dodgers fans because I tend to be look at look look somewhat more negatively than a lot of other people do. But this, when I thought about it that way, I thought, you know what, that team might have a shot. We can talk about more of that later.
1: All right. It is time for 710 to get some fall interns. Are you a current college student or have one living in your house? They can apply for a paid internship, and you can earn college credit this fall at 710 ESPN. Here's what you do. You go to goodkarmabrands.com slash careers. Let me give it to you again. Goodkarmabrands.com careers. If you are a college student looking for an internship or you know someone who is, go ahead and check that out. It's a great place to hang and out. And who knows what
2: it'll turn into? Lot. We have you some of our interns that were, are now um, working for us. Absolutely. With, uh, we're, we're Absolutely. Awesome.
1: We have a good group We've done a good group of interns. The previous year was better. No, I'm joking. Just <laughs> sit <laughs> there right there. <laughs> All right. Dave Roberts said something that uh, made me go, really? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Do you want to win a chance to play golf with John Ireland and Corporate Greg? Terranea Resort and ESPN LA are giving away a round of golf at the links at Terranea and lunch with Ireland and Greg. All you have to do is post a video of your golf swing on Instagram or Twitter and tag at ESPN Los Angeles. Mason and Ireland will review the best swings, and you could be playing golf with Ireland and Corporate Greg at the Lynx at Teranea. I feel like I should be eligible for that. I was so going to say, I, Ireland I know
0: again. Ireland plays a lot. I know Mason tries hard. I know Greg is pretty good, but are, are these guys really swing analysts? Or,
1: like, how are we doing this? I think it's more aesthetics. Just okay, as not, right. not you Max know, like Humble you're coming a little this. inside the ball right oh, yeah. here. I don't yeah, think that they're going like... to break it down like Butch Harmon. <laughs> I was I, like, I I was like who is situation. doing the, the
0: analysis here? But yeah. fair enough yeah
1: so well that, that uh pretty nice place by the way what terranea is it where is yeah. that uh palos verdes okay all right Pre- Pretty. that's yeah that's pretty, pretty good spot pretty i
2: saw on like tiktok one of these like influencers on tiktok had her wedding there her name's emily marico oh my gosh it yeah, looked really
1: gorgeous yes okay i'm yes. like
2: if that's where you're gonna go play golf like i would i would even put my swing out there i don't play golf that's <laughs> one of the, that's
1: just one to of the see parts it, yeah. of southern california that's like even people who live here and have spent a lot of time here don't get because it's not super easy to get yeah, to. Sure. It's kind of out on the point right there. Right, But, man, oh, man, once okay. you're there, it is fantastic okay. along the way. I'm not quite ready to talk about my uh, public address activities <laughs> on Friday evening. I'm, I'm still still kind of trying Licking to wounds. process okay. and, and work my way through it. Okay, <laughs> you know, hey, It's like,
2: preseason for everybody. I,
1: <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> I love I that wait. phrase, by I, the way. I, I will say so. It was uh, – not great not and great we' we'll we'll, we'll we'll swing around to okay. it. okay let yeah. me know I you don't know, want to, I like, don't want to preempt too much it, it'll help to, to to walk my way through it but, yeah uh, I got you but, but we'll see um morsels as uh Sedano says two two in and out burgers at 12:30 is yeah that that'll
0: that'll that'll alter the course of your weekend to say <laughs> the very least
2: <laughs> I had the same wrap four times last week What? that's where I was too so I had it on Saturday too at uh the Rams game, so it's from California Chicken Cafe, and I don't know what this like rap has done to my mind, but it's all <laughs> I think about. This wrap is <laughs> so good. It is so crunchy. It's uh, I can't like, stop talking. What
1: is head. it? It had something that I have not seen before. The croutons in the wrap. Oh yeah, yes. that's 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 next level. So yeah. it's that's this, like ranch wrap,
2: and I added the croutons. It was not in the original oh, okay, order, okay. so I added the croutons, and it has
1: game changer. carrots, yeah.
2: sprouts, this. Like juicy, great grilled chicken. It has like cheese, tomato, lettuce, and it's just in like in a, um like a pita bread instead of tortilla. And I don't know what it is. Again, this wrap just lives rent free in my head, and I might <laughs> get it Rogers right
1: now. In the chicken, wrap. yeah, I was gonna say and one is
2: better for my health than the other. <laughs>
0: Are you are you on course for them to name it after you if you
2: no, continue no. to order it? I that much? haven't been there enough uh, okay. at this point right. in time, but I, I will go maybe today.
1: <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> Why not? Hey, look, you if that would make five times in a little more than a week, they might call it the uh the Emily or the cool. Hebel or something like that. I should petition. You should I, treat I yourself. Yeah. Exactly. I love that phrase. No, it's the best. Yeah. So great. It's exactly the best. Ask Big C Y coming up in about nine minutes from right now, so go ahead and send those in. Of course you can call 877-710 ESPN, eight 877- seven seven. 710-3776 7, 7, Dave Roberts said something about this team and obviously the teams playing well they're good they've got the third best record in major league baseball yeah. um that the Dodgers are good again that they're competing for a division title that they're competing for a pennant that they're competing for a world series title it's kind of been what they've done over the better part of a decade but Dave Roberts said something that surprised me this is my favorite team I've ever had I love this club. I mean, I really love it. It's as tight-knit a group as I've seen. It's a very unselfish group when I'm asking pitcher uh, to pitch in various roles and for hitters to play in different roles and for guys to do whatever it takes to win a ballgame. That is being a good teammate. I've got 26 of those guys. That has been our secret sauce throughout the injuries, the inconsistencies. Dave Roberts is... Nothing, if not very, very good at communicating and very, very aware of what he says in the media, is going to send a larger message. One of the best in the league at that. He's terrific at it. I think it's his best skill, quite yeah. frankly. He's really, and I don't mean that as no, a no, shot. No. I, I totally mean that understand. It's a compliment. Yeah. This is my favorite team I've ever had. That caught me by surprise because this is certainly not the best team he's ever had. This team has more holes than a lot of the other teams that they've had. But that it's his favorite team, I thought, is very telling because that was not a phrase he used just in the heat of the moment. He thought about what he was saying.
0: So there's a couple of things with that, which is that, number one, you mentioned how good he is at communicating which means that not only do I take him at his word, I also believe that what he's saying is coming from an educated point of view as in educated within the circumstances, not within school or whatever. Meaning, I can understand this because, once again, went into a season with expectations that were like, maybe, maybe not, as opposed to you better get it done or else. Very different this year. And it's a very different mentality for a guy like Dave because Dave is in that awkward position where people say, well, you should be getting more you should be winning more World Series titles, but at the same time, to say, well, is Dave really the one making all the decisions when it comes down to it in crunch time? So Mm -hmm. he's in this sort of interim political position at all times once it comes to the postseason that I imagine is very frustrating because no matter what the reality is, you're answering to both sides of the table. And so for this group to come together, they're doing their Freddie dances. Again, (laughs) expectations are low, but they're still winning ball games and they're hitting the snot out of the ball. I can see very quickly what that means to him in terms of the fact that the
1: other people are not making the noise that they once made. I think part of it is they're almost attempting to do the opposite of what they did a year ago. I want to to go back, and it was maybe not quite what's today. Today's August 14th. It wasn't this early, but you could see it from here. It was right around the beginning of September where the Dodgers locked up the division again. And they were on their way to winning well north of 100 games again. And I remember Andrew Friedman going on television. It was either that night or the night after they'd clinched the division, right around there, and basically taking a, a moment to say, hey, everybody. I know that we want to win the World Series, and that's our goal every single year, but can we just appreciate what it is that we just did? We're back in the postseason for whatever it was, 10th year in a row, won the division, nine out of the last 10 years. This doesn't happen. This is, I believe you used the phrase, the golden age of Dodger baseball. And everybody's looking around like, no, bro. (laughs) This is a team that needs to go win the World Series. This is a team that is loaded. And you could feel that pressure just stacking up on those guys. A line like this is my favorite team. The expectations that you're talking about, I think, is an attempt, and, and a pretty good one, by the way, mm-hmm. to just say, hey, listen, we do have inconsistencies. We do have holes yeah. in our lineup. We do have a ton of injuries. We do not have, you know, one through nine in all-star at every position the way we have in the some way other the seasons. The way the Braves do, basically. The way the Braves do. That we are in it – Let's just lighten up and see what happens. Right. We got a good group, we got a gritty group, we got a resilient group. Let's just kind of let it hang and see what happens. I think they're trying to put their players in that mindset, and put the fans in a similar mindset to everybody. Guys, this is not the juggernaut we've had, but that doesn't mean we can't be really good. Let's see what happens. And this is, I mean, this has, frankly,
0: been my number one issue with a lot of sports fans in LA, is what the relative value of championship or bust from a mental standpoint is year in and year out. And I think that if your manager is the one who needs to adopt the way to just say, okay, Calm down. That's as good a person as any because you never really want to hear that from management as in the front office. But the person with the team every day is somebody who can temper that message in a day-to-day way, or a series-to-series, week-to-week way, that I think is a little bit more palatable for fans. Friedman can't come out and say, oh, by the way, this isn't a year that we think we can win the World Series. That's not going to happen. That would turn fans away. But it's
1: light years different from a year ago. Dave Robertson, I think we're going to win the World Series. Very very different.
0: What I'm saying is that I do think there is value to an expectation management based on year-to-year roster construction, and not just generalized concepts of what you think
1: your franchise should be I, i'm trying to think of something like playing golf playing pickup basketball some things where there are hey i need to play well today or i i'm expected to win today as opposed to i'm just going to go out there and see what happens yeah the let's just go out there and see what happens almost always gives you a better result almost always
0: especially if you've got guys that understand that mindset and are not some teams some but players you can't fake it either right but what i'm saying is some teams some players some guys need an environment where the pressure matters because that's the, what's going to get them to perform. That's where this becomes such an interesting job of putting together players and bringing back so many former guys on this roster because it was like, hey, you can come back or we'll bring you back. This might be a little different than what you're used to and you might like it better that's where again roster construction is such an important thing well beyond the idea of just expectations and I think that's where they've done a great job If Dave thinks that I can't imagine what the players think right now which is a good thing I wonder how much it takes of
1: the just that white knuckle right off of rookie yeah. Freddie Kershaw Muncie, Muncie, Taylor, part of this Th- as these well. guys that have been around a long time. Like, Kike's kind of come in and out, so he's kind of a tweener. But mm-hmm. a lot, like, James Allman's just kind of, got, I don't know what this field is. Just right, he doesn't through. know any better. Right, right. This is, uh, Miguel Rojas is kind of new to this. I know that uh, Ahmed Rosario's played in some postseason games, but that's more, hey, if we make it, great. This is win the World Series. Or sure. It's a very, Lance Lynn is pitching in games for the first time Lance in a while. Lance Lynn,
0: by the way, quietly,
1: nice little stretch here. So Lance Lynn and Julio, I got both of these. Are they pitching really well, or did they play the A's, the Rockies, the Padres? I mean, this is the question the for everybody.
0: They, you know, again, I say this, This is I hate to be mixing metaphors in sports here, and we've done it twice in this segment, I have at least. If you're a good team, you're supposed to beat bad teams. Like, I'm not taking anything away from Doggies guys. Are that I, I'm anybody. not taking away anything from guys. I say that in the NFL all the time. People are like, oh, they're beating their opponents. They're not that good. Yeah, but they're a good team. You're supposed to beat bad players. I mean, bad teams. That's the whole point. So there's no world in which I'm ever going to take away from beating bad teams if you are
1: a good team. Ask Big CY. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. If you want to get in, send them to me, at Travis Rogers. You can hashtag him, ask big C-Y, And, of course, you can do it on the phone as well, 877-710. Haven't had a phone 10. one in a while. No, we haven't. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. You know why we haven't
0: had one in a while? Why?
1: Because they're gutless! <laughs> That's why. <laughs> not expecting. No, I know. So I had to, that's I a th- thought maybe maybe a bam was <laughs> yeah. coming, but I was not <laughs> no. expecting a, their gutless. I saw Morales
0: earlier today, so I was inspired. He looked like he was. It going is to a play final. Yeah, a little, I was a little jealous. He had oh, a nice that. golf
1: shirt, a golf hat. Looked like uh, he's getting ready to enjoy an afternoon out there. That's that's always fun.
2: I have a question to start us off. Go ahead. So, okay. uh, there was the Hall of Fame inductions for Basketball Hall of Fame this weekend, and usually the person introducing you is someone that's kind of like a teammate, a coworker, someone you were like uh, an assistant of, et cetera. So if you had to choose in your workplace, like your work life history, who would you want to have induct you into a Hall of Fame?
0: (sighs) That's a great question. In fact, um, huh? I don't really, dang. The person, okay. You know who it would be? And this is a deep cut. This is not a person you've heard of. I know as television's Clinton Yates, I've been involved with a lot of characters whose names I've dropped over the of course, course of the years. You per, the name person, drop I've, the person <laughs> never. never. The person who it would be is a woman whose name is Vanessa Williams. Not that Vanessa oh, Williams, okay. but her name is Vanessa Williams. She was an editor at the Washington Post who encouraged me to first start writing this newsletter called Lunchline. And what I would do was I would basically just write a couple little things about my life and then do sort of a wrap-up of other stories from around the post family company products, mm-hmm. which it then included Slate and, like, foreign policy and all this stuff, and then I would throw in some other kind of extra things. For whatever reason, this was a wildly popular newsletter. Like, okay. Closer to 100,000 people sort of subscribed to it. And it was just me talking about whatever. But, like, it was the place where – but I did it for three months before we ever sent one public. Because I was working with Vanessa Williams to get my voice right. To, like, make me sound like the person I really was. I had to develop a voice in order for it to be the thing. The newsletter went so well that they gave me a column. The column went well enough that I got to sports. Got to sports went well enough that I got to ESPN. And that's good. Coach slash
1: editor Correct. slash mentor. Yeah, exactly. Or that, that's, that's, that's who that would for.
0: be. And she's great. She's still at the Post.
1: She's cool as a mug. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, Vanessa Williams. That's who that would be. I would have one of two people. Like, assuming my occupation is radio, if there was ever a radio thing sure. that I was being inducted into, it would be phenomenal. Yep. That would be Epic. number 1. Yeah, That would be number 1 just because of it have to be him. Yes, it it have to be him. That's number 1. And the other person that I've known the longest in this business is Chris.
0: Really? It's Morales. Morales yeah. is See, now here's where Morales, that's a great Morales role. He would shine he in would that capacity. He would it.
1: He would be funny, he would be sincere, he would give you the needle. It would be all of those Correct. things, and Chris and I have known each other for more than twenty years. Wow. We've worked together for more That's than twenty fantastic. years. So Jim would be my first choice, just sure. because of the wild awkwardness of the whole thing, and he that would be terrific. But Chris would be my second. My
0: choice. second answer since we were going second choices, I appreciate that, would be the person that actually brought me to ESPN, who is now, in fact, the executive editor of the LA Times. And I'll tell the story. I will never forget this. I was working on the local beat. I was writing a column for the Washington Post. I was writing about my city. I lived in my city where I was from. They gave me a chance to go to sports because somebody else had left. And Dan Steinberg, a columnist at the time, was like, you should give it a rip. And I was like, all right, whatever. Two weeks go by, month goes by, three months go by. And I'm like, yo, bro, I got a column back here about my city. I'm trying to get back to this. Yeah. What is the deal? I'm talking to at the time one of the people who was managing editor, Kevin Merida, and he goes, "You're not going back to your column." I broke down, Trav. I was upset. I was like, "What do you mean? Like, what are we talking about here? I've agreed to do this because yeah. you goons, you know, saying said it to be a good <laughs> idea. How are you going to take it off?" He goes, "You know why you're not going back?" And I was like, "Why?" He goes, "Because you're better at this." Mm. And I was like, "Oh." Well, in that case, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. A year later, it took me to ESPN. So that guy would be Kevin Merida. He would probably be the second person on that list.
1: All right, here's another one. This is from Porky. It says, would you rather lose all of the money that you've earned this year or lose all of the memories that you've created this year? Who's probably the money.
0: You know what I'm saying? Probably the money. What What is that supposed to mean? The memories, yeah, I mean, the money, the memories are what makes the money worth it. I mean, for lack of a better term, you know, at least to me. Some of the people are in this business because they want to make a lot of cash and they want to be super famous. I've only ever wanted to do anything just once. You know what I'm saying? Like Kentucky Derby once, Super Bowl once. I've done a lot of things, a lot of times, but I ever wanted to be one of those people that's like, I've been to thirty-five straight Super Bowls. I'm not interested in that. I just want to experience as many
1: things as possible. So yeah, the memories are worth way more than the money. That's the I'm I'm going to do the thing I I really am reluctant to do. I'm going to be sincere here for half a second. <laughs> okay, Oops. okay. That's all it's about. Yeah, is creating memories. <laughs> <Yeah>. that's it. <laughs> like- right, and and you can create money. You can create memories with money. You can create them without money. Definitely. And, and quite frankly, the ones that really stick. Almost never have to do with money, right? Almost never. That when you go through it and and a trip, a moment. You remember those things. You don't remember I spent this much on that or no. these other things. It's all about the memories. I totally, I
0: totally agree. And that's that's one of those things too, where people are like, ah, oh, this
1: guy thinks he knows everything. No, man,
0: just been a lot of places, doing a lot of stuff, bro. That's called life experience. What's right?
2: that uh, phrase you got from that person? Uh, it was, uh, don't sweat the small stuff and surprise, oh, it's all yeah. small D- stuff.
1: This was. You might remember this name. You remember Ira Craig from the Rome Show? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. He said this to me. Okay, and Ira was a very specific type of character. That took me to a place that I have not been in a long time in my mind. we were doing a remote at one place, and it wasn't – there were some technical problems, all these things, and I was freaking out. Yeah. I was really – because I knew that this was landing on my head at the end of the day, that this was going to be my problem. And I was not in a good spot, and he comes up to me, and he was on the top floor, as you like to say. (laughs) (laughs) trash, Dude. Don't sweat the small stuff. And here's a little secret: it's all small stuff. <laughs> and in, in the moment, I wanted to ring his. Yeah, neck. I was going to say you wanted to knock him out. Turns out, pretty much right. Yeah, there are very few things that are an actual big deal, and you get to uh, you get to manage them a little bit. Part of the reason why we're in radio. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Ask CY. so we know how much of a drama queen James Harden is. Uh, which ESPN personality from all the shows? This is poorly written. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna fix this. Which personality is James Harden? Is what this they're going is the for. worst question possible. I do oh. not. Let me explain something to you. The number one
0: question I field after is your name. Your name is what is X Y Z A B C through G person like in real life? And I do not. Understand the obsession with this at all? Respectfully, there was a time when I was just a consumer of sports media. When I looked at people on television and did not know them from Adam, and if I met somebody, the first question I asked them would not be, "What is some other person you work with like?" Like, I, I do not get the obsession with this. To the point being that I don't know the answer to your questions. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, when I hang out with people that I work with, we don't talk about work like that necessarily. You know what I'm saying, so drama queens. I mean, you would know is better, as good as well as I. You know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to give everybody a little
1: bit of an inside baseball trick here. Don't ask what is so and so like because. Let me rephrase. You can ask it that way, but you need to listen to the, the answer. Is never going to be. Oh, that guy's a giant blankety blankety blank blank. Listen, if it's I love that guy, you know what that means. If it's a oh dude, I hang out with that guy all the time, you know what that means. If they talk about their presence on the air or on TV, that means they hate that guy. Right. There's that okay? too. Okay. So yeah. listen to what they say. If they say, hey, tell me about Joe Blow. Dude, that guy shows up and works hard every single day. That means he hates that person. <laughs> you, you, you need to listen to what the answer is and and interpret what it means. Trav giving away
0: company secrets here. But yeah, right? the obsession with that, that, I feel that question, and you can guess about whom. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say he's rather loud all the time <laughs> and it's such a turnoff in general not because it's not about me but it's just like what kind of a person Mostly are you that though, or, right? no no honestly <laughs> it's just like what kind of a person are like i trust me i don't love talking about me i just
1: a part of the deal i'm like what kind of a human are you but that's the first thing you go to it's so weird to me ask Lee is brought to you by harrah's find your funner state of mind with a visit to harrah's resort socal voted best resort in funner california from dining to unwinding you'll find fun around every corner learn more at harrah's SoCal.com. The preseason college football rankings are out. Ooh. Where did the Trojans land? Not so bad. That's coming up next. It's Travin Slee. Yates is in for Slee on 710 ESPN.